Touchdown Tampa Bay, you're listening to the PewterCast. Welcome to the PewterCast Live. My name is Brent Allen. I am one of your hosts, joined as always by my good friend, longtime no see Ren Daxed. What's going on over there, buddy? Yeah, it's glad to see you're still alive. How's it going? I, I am. Going? I am. <laughs> I was worried about you too. I got to tell you, I, was, well, I wonder how Ren's doing these days. I haven't talked to him in a little bit, so he's not on Twitter. That's for sure. No, you weren't. I, you know what? I haven't been either as much uh, uh, lately with with everything going on and just other stuff, and then things kicking back in, and then not kicking back in, and oh my gosh, it's it's uh, what in the world? What in the world? But we are here tonight. We are joining. Uh, we are going live. This is our. PewterCast live show streaming live at youtube.com slash the PewterCast. You guys make sure you go over there, subscribe, hit that bell icon to be notified when we go live in the future. Cause guys, let me tell you what, if you're new to the PewterCast during the season, we go live after the games, we open up the phone lines, you get to call in, you get to have your say over the game. Uh, as far as I know, Ren, at least up until this season, we've been the only show that does it that fast, that quick and in that way. So um, you guys definitely make sure you guys come back and join us for that so you want to click that but ren we've got a special show on deck for the folks out there tonight bub we do because of the lack and i really feel for these other book podcasts <laughs> right. that have sort of had this set schedule like twice a week or you know once a week or and it's just uh-huh. like oh man it's like mm-hmm. you know, the poor guys that locked on bucks like they even cut down to three times a week and it's still just right. like hey someone said this on a show let's right. talk about that for a half an hour right right so and first of all pretty- I, and i want to i want to give proper shout out to james and david over there doing that partly they're fans so they want to try to talk about it but i know that that's a tough road to hoe and james and david are not new to this a lot of the people who are going at that kind of pace are new are new to kind of this this thing but like i was thinking about it earlier when like you and i've been around for a while you know like we are not new to this and i was thinking of like Derek when he was still podcasting and different things like that and he would say yeah i remember the early years when i used to go every single week even during the off season and those last few years he was doing it he was like i'll go during the game or during the season usually <laughs> you know that's that's it and i i kind of feel like we we've put in our dues we've earned our stripes like we can go when there's stuff to talk about and you know call it good oh yeah well i don't i don't even care about that i mean there's nothing to talk about there's nothing to talk about like you know we've always sort of fallen in lockstep with we're not going to make content just to make content right i get it and tonight's so, show so. probably will like have maybe 50 percent to do with the bucks because it's not necessarily a bucks centric show now our kind of i guess promise to the people out there is that during the off season we go about every two weeks sometimes it's a little bit quicker sometimes it's a little bit longer we're about two weeks in a normal year in a normal season that's not pandemic related we would have just come through our coverage of otas and the voluntary uh the voluntary things and we're moving into what we call the long dark night of football where there would have been rookie camp and uf ufda tryouts yeah or udfa tryouts right right so there would have been three like 
different camps mm-hmm. one before the draft one after the draft or two after the draft you right. count the rookie yeah and then you know like we would have seen brady throwing to mike evans by now right not you on know? like a drone camera but like helicopter right. drones, aren't, <laughs> drones aren't allowed near the airport oh okay there you go uh but either way uh yeah like we would have seen those things official but it's not this is just a very weird year we would have had news coming out of one buck because people would be at one buck and they're not really or they are but in a very limited capacity right now so um it's just a weird year but that's where we would normally be and uh this is not that so here's what we're doing tonight guys we thought it would be fun to kind of let you guys get to know us and and this is sort of a thing that we don't do a ton um ever ever. this this might be our first time we've ever done this for sure um at least in this format and and here at the pewter cast but uh the we know that there's a lot of new play new people out there a lot of new subscribers a lot of new followers and and people are just trying to get to know us so we thought we'd just sort of open up we'd put ourselves on the hot seat for tonight's show and we just open up not really a mailbag show uh because we Mm -hmm. tossed around that idea of doing a mailbag show lots of people do mailbox but we said let's open it up not just to bucks questions but to any question people out there want to ask yes and they have yes yes and it's really not too bad like i i I have i stole this idea and not like where i stole it from was the originators Mm -hmm. but it's just kind of like an ama like an ask me anything you know uh like to keep it sort of sport you know sports related but you know crazy scenarios like Mm -hmm. like rank you know rank your marvel movies like what's better parks and recs or the office you know stuff like that right and and we got some good ones and we got some you know some some ones that people were just dipping their toe into the water of this of this type of content but uh yeah i think it's gonna be fun you're gonna learn a little bit about us and Mm -hmm. uh you know the way we think and uh you know and and there are some buck stuff in here so there's definitely touching um now we we have sort of been collecting these questions over the last week or so uh that we've Mm -hmm. kind of been putting it out there about that so uh we've got a handful of questions i don't know if we have exactly the same questions ren uh but they're pretty close i i think so we'll 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 figure out how we want to do that but also we're going to open this up to people in the chat room we've got i want to say hello to everybody joining us live in youtube land out there you guys are in the chat room you guys drop questions in the chat that you want to ask us and uh we will see those and pick those up this isn't ask me anything it can be any topic bucks related not bucks related um or some amalgam of the both take a non-bucks related topic and make it bucks related we might even have some of those in there tonight so no cam newton's a patriot question don't care <laughs> that broke like five minutes before he came on it did it did really it's actually like already minutes. in the chat room people have already asked about it so oh, have they yeah uh, yeah oh well yeah well there's my answer don't care yeah there you go there you go i mine's sort of a well what else were they gonna do i mean it was cam or or, or uh uh colin stinton. no stinton. there we go there we go with stinton hey they wouldn't lie to you especially the patriots as an organization of teams that that aren't totally <laughs> honest with outside the building the patriots stand at the top did you, did you, of, i think i also saw they like they're not allowed to have like television crews filming any games this year and like they they have some sort of fine and penalty and maybe even like a loss of a draft pick or something over yeah they lost they a a third rounder yeah, next year right because yeah because they set up and just started filming the Bengals like they were just filming the Bengals practice like the sideline like right. they were doing the first time they got caught <laughs> but they did it like from like the press box right and like no 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 we were just filming the press box and it's like, what do you know? They were like, Blake, like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm just setting this camera. And he's like, are you with the Patriots? And the guy's like, okay. 
<laughs> and then and everyone's kind of looking around like do they know that they're not allowed to do that or right. are they just like do they think we're so scared that we won't say anything or oh it's the patriots if you know they wouldn't dare do anything wrong i mean right. you know they wouldn't do another thing so stupid would they but yeah they <laughs> did out, they, they did they did and the bangles of all people like right really do you need to, to cheat to beat the cincinnati Bengals? right that's like getting a speeding ticket when you're on your way to something that doesn't matter at all you know right like you're just yeah. you you just i'm running to the gas station and you get a speeding ticket like what going anyway. to the in-laws house right ren i tell you we have talked far more about the patriots than i've ever wanted to in the entire history of this podcast why don't we bring it back in and why don't we start with some of the questions that we got in from our viewers out there and like we said guys you guys drop them over in the chats we'll try to get to those as well too um, do you want to do questions or do you want you got you got anything that happened with the bucks this past two or three weeks that you want to jump in on? Uh, I mean, just short. I, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, there's the whole thing with Vita Vea that all of a sudden sort of seems to be coming out of nowhere. Um, he had, well, surgery on, huh? he had surgery yeah, on surgery. his hand um, yeah. and he was supposed to have it earlier, but it got prevented because of COVID. And then there's some people out there saying that it's because he, he had COVID and just all this weird stuff. But the, the, the bottom line, I don't care why it got delayed. It makes sense to me if something like that possibly would have been delayed but the bottom line is i don't care why it happened what's it going to mean going forward it's going to mean he's going to miss some some of training camp which i remember the last time he was supposed to miss some of training camp he missed all of training camp in like the first eight weeks of the season so i don't anticipate eight weeks of the season but uh you know who knows they're scheduling training camp going oh i guess less bucks and more nfl as a whole training camp fans in the stands everything's on schedule from the NFL office to go forward as normal. Yeah. The only thing they've really done is cancel the hall of fame game, and the hall of fame ceremonies. Right. That's about it. Right. But shout and out I to our guy, big nasty. Your time's coming, brother. Your time's coming. Yeah. One more year, one yeah. more year. Right. But you're actually in, you just have to wait for them to do it. <laughs> but I have something to say on this whole COVID-19 thing and how the, uh, you know, the big four sports markets are going to get around this Yeah. and the media, especially the sports media is going to fall right in line. Yeah. And the narrative of how, you know, dangerous COVID-19 is to, you know, uh, uh, certain people is that it's going to totally change. It's going to totally change because right now it's like, all you got to say is like, well, how many hundreds of thousands of cases of COVID are like, you know, like Florida, 5,000 cases of COVID right. and people like are treating it like it's a death sentence mm -hmm. and it's far, 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 far from that. But like, we'll get onto that later. I don't want, I don't want to start the show. On that. Well, we, I mean, we actually have a COVID question. If you want to go ahead and attack that. Uh, let's save it. Okay. Wherever cool. you want to start, let's start now that I've derailed okay. your, your flow. <laughs> I have no idea. So we'll just, <laughs> we'll jump in once again. Hello to everybody out there in YouTube land. Uh, they're also saying JPP had minor surgery on his knee. He will also be ready to go. Um, that is correct. So, and Ren, you have gotten about four questions in the chat, all asking what you think about Cam Newton to the Patriots. Mm. <laughs> anyway all right here let's let's go with this here is the uh th this is the first question that i that i received out there was what is your view on the nfl season this year there's no elaboration upon what they mean by that but what is your view on the nfl season this year wow i guess i am going to start with that covid question i was going to end with <laughs> uh here's what's going to happen uh fans may or may not the season is going to happen end of story yep. i'm with you on that i believe the season's going to go forward 100 percent uh -huh. um there's many economic reasons for that there's many other factors going forward with that we're seeing the the nba is doing whatever they can to make their season go forward they're going to come play it at right. disney world the entire yeah. league baseball is coming back with a shortened schedule 
schedule and they're going to do 60 games. There is no way. There is no way the NFL is not playing. And listen, most of these guys, I don't even care about all that. Let's talk about how it's going to affect the season, right? Most of these guys are used to practicing with no fans in the stands. They've played most of their career with no fans in the stands. These guys are going to be just fine playing in empty stadiums. They don't have to pipe in fake noise. They don't have to do any of that kind of crap. Just let them go play the game. And all of us, I would, I wouldn't mind the fake noise. If they want, that's fine. I'm just saying they don't have to, because these guys are going to go out. They're going to play the game. They'll play the game with the same intensity that they've always played. And we're all going to watch from home. If we don't get to go to the games, you know, I can't wait to hear all the F bombs on TV. (laughs) I, I think I probably tend towards, they will allow fans in the stands. They'll probably be, uh, you got to wear a mask and you got to have waivers. I, I think the waiver will be a thing, but it'll look a lot like, I think what we're seeing in the theme parks right now. Um, and, and they'll move forward with it and, and they'll let people come in. That's, that's my thought. But I think the season as a whole is going to be relatively unaffected by uh, the disease. I think it's going to go forward. And the biggest difference just might be no fans in the stands and there'll be some internal workings behind the scenes that'll, that'll be different. So, uh, but anyway, so thanks. I think that was Chris who sent that in. So thank you, Chris. Let's move sure. on. Uh, Gene asks us what NFL team do you hate the most and why? Oh God. Uh <sighs> I missed this little section of questions. Mm-hmm. What team do I hate them? I really don't hate teams the most. So I've right. said this before. Mm-hmm. Like I don't hate like the Panthers. Right. I don't like Cam Newton, you know? <laughs> right. And it's not that I really don't like the Panthers is I don't like Panther fans. Mm-hmm. You know, the way, you know, the way they pop off at the mouth The say, so every, you know, it's, it's, it's the easy pick to pick somebody like Dallas, because no matter how bad or good they are, they think, you know, they're the greatest team in the face of the earth and, and always has been, and always will be right. Same thing with Patriots fans, you know, once Brady got there and turned them into like basically a, the laughing stock of Cleveland Browns, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, like they were, they were there, like they were, they were awful. They had like one good season uh, in, in their entire history. So, and then hearing those fans pop off for two decades, like, you know, that gets kind of bothersome, but I mm-hmm. guess the team that I, I hate the most I would have to say it used to be the Chargers because I thought their owner was a terrible owner and a terrible, like he wouldn't pay people. He was like Hugh Culberhouse, right. but he passed, he passed and the team was sold. So, um, yeah, I guess I'll go with Patriots. I, I said the Patriots too. I really do. Just I've spent the last 12 years or so really not like Eagles liking them. and the Eagles in the chat room. That's e- always a good one. Eagles cause... Eagles is a good one. And the Eagles for me is mostly because of the fans. Like I, I see mm-hmm. how the fans react, especially outside their stadium. The Eagles is the only stadium in the entire NFL that I refuse to go to, like for an away game. Like I, I'd love to go visit all the other stains. I'm just not going to go to Eagles game. Or if I Brent, do, I'm just going to be like incognito. Because I just they have, a, huh? they have a holding cell in their stadium. In the stadium yeah point point. with 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 a judge on duty no are you serious yes (laughs) you get taken down and sentenced and if it's bad enough to go to jail they hold you at the vet at the old vet too right uh no i can't i can't um but that's that's really the one i but patriots is mostly i've still i've just not liked them and i i think it is i think it is I've said this before. I think it's bad for the league for the Patriots to continue to win they the way they've been winning over the last uh, decade and a half, two decades. Um, it's t- it, that needs to change for the sake of the league. Um, and so, yeah, I, I still stick around to the Patriots until I don't hate them anymore. Um, so, yeah. So, thanks, Gene, for that. We've got a big one coming in from the chat room here. This is a, a multi-pronged question, Ren. You ready for it? This comes to us from our friend James Monahel over Mr. Bucks Nation. Big money! 
you guys make sure you go subscribe to his YouTube channel. Nobody else is doing what he is doing out there. James asks a couple questions. What interest do you have outside of sports? We'll start there. Uh, uh, what? Are there are there interests besides sports? No, um, I'm I'm a big foodie. Like you know, because I I, I yeah yeah I sort of you know I always say it. I grew up in the restaurant business. I didn't. I grew up in the grocery store business, but you know I started working in restaurants at very early age and stayed through it. You know, uh, you know through most of my thirties. Yeah. So uh, and as you know, you start out places like Bennigan's or Ruby Tuesdays, but you know as you sort of get older and start to understand where the money is, you start to get to these nicer and nicer places. Mm -hmm. uh, so and then you really start to learn about 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 food uh, and ingredients and the way that it's made and prepared. It's not like you know they don't cut up out a plastic bag, throw it in a three thousand dollar or actually eleven thousand dollar microwave oven. Uh, the Applebee's like the whole entire line has like three of these ovens that get like to 5,000 degrees in a minute. And that's how they cook all their food. Uh, so <laughs> once you get kind of past that, uh, I started to get into a lot of food. Yeah. So I like, uh, I'm into food. Um, I guess that's I like really, too. I guess that's kind of about it. Kind of yeah. the stuff, the stuff I care about and I watch and being creative. Uh, you traveled. Co you traveled. I have traveled. Yeah, yeah. I like to, I mean, but who doesn't like to travel? My wife. Okay. Well, <laughs> it's your fault. But you know, when I went to Italy, it was awesome. Like yeah. it was like art and, and, and food. And then we went to Ireland. And one thing about Ireland was that we were kind of on the move at all times. Like we barely spent two days in one spot. So it was like, it'd be like, wake up, drive to where you're going, check in, go see one thing, have dinner, go home, wake up the next day, go drive somewhere else. So it wasn't sort of, you know, when we went to Italy, we were based in Rome and, and, and uh, Florence. Right. You know, so we got to stay there and we got to see all, all like all the big things and some of the smaller things. So I, I like, I didn't really, I don't want to say I didn't like the Ireland trip, it, but the Italy trip was just so much more better. And then, you know, when I was, you know, when I was sort of my teens, I, you know, I bounced around Europe for a while. So, uh, yeah, I like to travel, but I wouldn't really call it an interest. It's really, it's food. I guess it's people. Yeah. It's the way people think and why they think that is probably my biggest interest. And, uh, this COVID-19 thing, COVID-19 thing has really gotten me into politics. Uh, I've always stayed away from it all at, at, at all, all, all we costs. have like always I, stayed away from it in our own conversations. Yeah. Um, like, I, yeah. cause I first, like I didn't share care. that idea. Yeah. I did not care because you know what, whatever the president does, I'm in no tax bracket where it's going to affect me at all. Right. Like it's just not. And then the more you learn about it, like it, it's, you know, I heard this quote and I thought it was so great. Somebody was talking about the stock market and they go, Oh, you mean the graph of rich people's feelings? <laughs> <laughs> just I thought it was hilarious. So I've started to get into politics. I've already looked into who my city councilman is, what district I live in, like when's a new reelection and stuff. So uh, I always said to myself that, you know, I, I always feel like I'm sort of like get off the pot or, you know, or do something type of person. Right. And that's why I've always avoided politics because I knew once I got into it, it was, I was going to get frustrated. I'm like, I'm going to have to do something. Like I have to do something. This is absolutely ridiculous. So yeah. That's, so everybody so that's vote started. for Ren in the upcoming city council <laughs> election. 
St. Pete, Florida. <laughs> um, it's, four, it's four years away. Yeah, there you, is, is it? Oh, yeah, I guess you guys just, no, wait. It's, they swap, they swap district. Uh, I think there's eight. Yeah. And then, like, every two years, they do odds and evens. So they just had, in 2019, they just had the even, or the odds, gotcha. which was my district. Um, As far plenty, as me. Plenty of time to plan. There you go. <laughs> um, As far as me, I guess I'll answer this two-pronged. If you're asking about, like, what are my other fandoms, Um, one of my other fandoms is Star Trek. Uh, I've got another podcast that I do over there with that uh, called Beam Me Up. Uh, Beam Me Up, a Star Trek podcast. You guys isn't that the that isn't that the one you fired me from? I did not fire you. Eh, you made not, it pretty clear that, that you didn't want me on there. That is not how that works. <laughs> that is not how that works. Um, but there's that one, and then I, I, I guess you could say it's Harry Potter, but like that one was more unintentional. I think it just I got involved with some groups that do a bunch of stuff surrounding Harry Potter, and it just sort of became a thing. Like, like I was like, like with this podcast, right? Um, mm-hmm. and I know you've talked about it. Like before you start podcasting about, before you start following it as closely as you and I follow it, like I'm just sort of like a like a like a casual fan. Yeah. But then once like you get into it and you start like diving in and f- doing what we do, you become like like I, I don't know like I don't want to say obsessed. That's not the right word, but you're much more you, in it. You're much more you knowledgeable. Un- <laughs> you understand that the smallest thing that you know on the outside you could care less about actually has waves and reverberations that right. changes everything. Right. Such as the last show we did, which was about the new uh, CBA, CBA yeah, with the, the first round option. draft picks. Yeah. The yeah. option. Yeah. Which yeah. Probably, we got some great feedback on that. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, go back one episode in the podcast feed uh, for, for that particular episode. And, and Ren's right. Like it's a little thing like that could have big, big implications. Um, but outside of those other fandoms, um, I, you know, I, I like watching TV and movies and stuff but uh mostly it just has to do these days with my kids um i'm a stay-at-home dad uh when i'm not doing this and so we uh we i'm a teacher also in another life so we're homeschooling our kids uh because we have that ability to and then it's like i'm coaching my kids baseball team and i'm the head coach this year and my daughter's getting into swim team and dance team stuff and like i'm turning into that that typical soccer mom with an suv now uh (laughs) just taking taking everybody around and um hanging out with the family that's really that's really my main interest these days is is so do you hang out with the soccer moms are you sort of like their mascot the male mascot no no i get shunned no i get shunned they don't talk to me yeah yeah no 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 no. they don't they don't they look at me like what are you doing here i had this this true story this happened to me one time (laughs) i take my daughter she's three Uh years old to a park it was right after we moved to florida take her to a park Mm -hmm. and there's like i guess like a mom's group having like an outing or something and i let i let my my daughter just goes off and plays with the other kids like she's she's loving it and so i go sit on a bench like most parents do right and i'm like kind of playing on my phone a little bit and i'm just i'm not a small person i'm a rather imposing figure at times but i wouldn't say that i'm like a suspicious individual generally speaking either like no 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 you're you're very affable yeah but this lady like like i noticed these girls like they're looking the moms like they're kind of looking at me and whispering looking at me whispering oh whatever and one of them comes over and she's like excuse me do you have a child here yeah well which one is it i was like my daughter the my one, three-year-old daughter over there well can the you call not yours yeah she's like <laughs> can you call her over here so she'll come to you so i can see if she's actually your daughter and i like i was going to it first and i went uh, 
No, I'm not going to call her away from playing with a new friend just because you have some weird thing. You want to sit there and watch what she does? I promise you give her three minutes and she'll run over here and give me a hug because that's what she does every three, four, five minutes. So I'm sorry. I'm not going to interrupt her fun time to 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 be there with you. And she like kind of went huffy puffy and stormed back off. And, you know, sure enough, Evie came over just a few minutes later and like gave me a hug, turned around and ran away. And I was like, see, see. So yeah, that's, that's, that's a pretty indignant story of what my life is like around the other moms you know i don't i don't mind that she did that but her approach was awful oh yeah yeah her approach was awful you know it's just like hey you know we're kind of a group here we stay you know i'm sure you can understand that you know we're really you know we sort of look out for each other's kids and safeties and stuff and we haven't seen you before so you know like introduce yourself and say something and (laughs) it's fine and again watch she you probably just missed the last two times she came over and gave me a hug i don't know how you didn't see it so anyway uh so yeah no it's it's i'm not in that club really at all uh <laughs> it's why i like coaching my kids team better because i'm with the other dads usually at that point so are you not allowed to talk about what you do with the court system is that why you never bring that up no i can i can yeah that's that's actually good um that's, I, that's that's a big thing it i mean is, it you, is you know uh, i'm also a guardian ad litem uh which if you guys are familiar with bruce arians and his family foundation this is what they do uh and basically what it is is for kids who have been removed from their home, removed from their parents or their guardians for whatever reason, they now find themselves within the system, the foster care system. Uh, When people go to court, like the parents, like the mom has her lawyer and the dad has his lawyer and the state has their lawyer, but who looks after the kids? And that's where we step in. And like the the guardian ad litem team is made up of a lawyer who is not me. Uh, it's made up of a of a case manager, but it's also made up of uh, me, who basically the general idea is, is the judge went, I'm trying to make decisions for the sake of a kid. Who's there to tell me what's going on with the kid? So he so the judge, this happened was like a judge in like Mississippi back in the 70s. So he got a bunch of people together to say, here, go check on these kids, come back and report to me and tell me what's happening so I can make an informed decision. And that's what we do is we go out and we just just sort of we sort of advocate on behalf of the kid of what's in the best interest of the child not either one of the parents not the state not any of those people but just really on on behalf of the child now with that i'm not allowed to talk about anything that i actually do <laughs> i can't right. talk about anything with the cases that i actually do for obvious reasons but uh yeah i've been doing that for i think i think i'm just about to finish up my second year uh going into my third year with doing that so um and i highly recommend it uh it, it, in the state of florida it's the guardian ad litem program you guys just google it state of Florida, you guys can sign up. They're always looking for volunteers uh, to come in and, and be a, a volunteer guardian ad litem uh, for what they'll do. And when my kids grow up and they are growing up very fast and I find myself back into a working situation, I will probably go to work for this organization. I would imagine. I really do. I, I think that's, that's a hundred percent where I'll wind up. Cool. Either that, or I'll be driving the tourist tram in St. Augustine, giving tours of, of St. Augustine. It'll be one of those two. All right. So, um, all right. One more question for Mr. Bucks nation. Uh, he says, um, what jobs have you guys worked outside of the pewter cast and what degrees, uh, did you consider or did you get in college? Yeah. Basically well, I think I, he wants our resume is what he's asking yeah, for. Sure. Uh, James, uh, why, why I, you testing us? James <laughs> money Hill. I went to a lot of towns that had colleges yeah. that people my age went to. <laughs> I also enrolled in a couple of schools. Uh-huh. I never went to class ever. I didn't, I didn't go to class like my senior year. Like right. I had to come back and take exams 
halfway through my senior and a half year uh-huh. to get uh, w- one half of a credit because I came up a half credit short because they failed me my whole second semester of my senior year because of absences. So I can't. Yeah. So so, uh, I wasn't a student. I wasn't a studious student to uh, to like. I didn't get it. Like I didn't. I didn't. I thought I was. I was Luke Skywalker, only thinking, like looking (laughs) in the future, but never taking care of anything today. Like nothing. I I was really bad at that. I mean, awful. And uh, my home situation was like it was. It was basically four strangers living together. Like no one knew what was going. My mom didn't know what my dad was doing. My dad didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know what my little brother was doing. My little brother didn't know what my mom, like no one, everyone had their, they'd walk on the door, you'd grab something to eat and you went in your room and you close the door and no one ever came and knocked on the door. Right. And that's how I lived and never, that's how they all, we all live. So there was sort of none of that sort of guidance or things like that. And then uh, I mentioned how, you know, uh, I got uh, in the restaurant business was, you know, I had a friend from high school and they were working at, as a busboy at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. I needed a job. He got me that job. And then, you know, when I bounce from town to town, I just keep getting, you know, uh, jobs in a restaurant business because that's what I had on my resume. And I really didn't, you know, I didn't want to work as a cashier or I didn't want to work in retail. I didn't want to work at the mall um, because, you know, as a busboy and a waiter, you got at the time you would get cash in hand every day. Right. You know, so and that's what I did. And then I never really learned to sort of make plans and look into the future until one day, like, you know, in my early 30s, I went, I go, like, what am I doing? Like, I'm terribly unhappy. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do this anymore. Every time I get a table, I hate them already. And I haven't even said hi to them. Um, <laughs> You know, and if you would, if you said the wrong thing at yeah. my table, I would blast you and then sort of smile. Oh my God, we get so much trouble all the time. So much trouble all the time. But I was really good at it. Like I knew the menu backwards and forwards. For and- those of you listening to the audio version of this later, Ren, Ren is like holding a cup of tea close to his chest. He's like savoring. It was, it was such good times. Yeah, yeah. It was such good times. <laughs> <laughs> But I got to blast the customers for being Karens, you know, like, you know, I want to see the manager. Like I knew about that decades before, uh-huh. decades before. Right. So uh, anyway, I was really quick to call people out on their crap, which would get me in a lot of trouble sometimes. Sometimes it wouldn't. Um, and yeah, so then um, I, you know, just decided I took a year off because uh, I was at least smart enough to, you know, keep a savings. And I sat and I thought like, what, it, like, what doesn't bore? me because I tried a couple of things in the restaurant business trying to get out of it Uh like okay like what do I want to do and I always sort of look at something that would make that would make money or make money quickly kind of thing like oh get rich not sort of like get rich quick schemes but I you know like I flipped a house once that was a complete disaster. I ended up making like $5,000, but I lived off ramen noodles and slept on the floor for like eight months because I had no money. Like, you know, I just Worth barely, it. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Cause then I had to take a $6,000 to find some place to live. So basically I just, you know, I learned how to do a lot of stuff around the house. I'm a great handyman now, uh, <laughs> but, uh, so really I tried good at pulling that. bushes out of the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had to like, re- I had to run, I had to like run pipes and like, and electrics mm-hmm. and, and, and yeah. electric. Electrics, <laughs> there you go. but uh, so but then I realized that the only thing that really 
I never got bored of was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And yeah. I decided to start diving into that. I started on Twitter. I used to bombard Greg Allman in his DMs. Yeah. I mean, bombard him and he would answer me and it was yeah. great. And then uh, I found out what podcasts were. I started listening, looking for podcasts. I found Brent's. Uh, you know, and then like I started calling in and then you started bringing me on and then brought me on. And then, uh, so in about a span of two and a half years, I went from not having a Twitter account to having press credentials at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers training camp. Pretty neat. And yeah. full press credentials for the new football league, the <laughs> AAF that has since folded. Thanks to Tom, whatever his freaking jackass name is. Yeah. But to finish up real quickly, yeah. uh, like I do a lot of buy. I'm kind of like a picker. I do a lot of buying and selling. I, I find stuff that's cool. Uh, and basically I just like know it's cool and they don't. So I buy it cheaply. I, I updo it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'll price it up. Uh, I have, uh, um, precious metals that I've always collected. I've told you Brent that, that I've always started collecting precious metals and it's always helped out in a pinch, uh, and do a little day trading and, you know, you're a cartographer. This, this, no, I am not a cartographer. <laughs> I told the real buck talk, real buck talk guys that I was a cartographer the first time they had me on. Yeah. They're like, tell us about yourself. What do you do? I'm like, oh, I'm a cartographer. I, I buy and trade ancient maps. And they're like, wow. No, no, no um, that's true. <laughs> I, uh, my background is, is when I first went to college, actually not when I first went to college, all the way through college, I went to a small Christian college in Clearwater uh, back in the nineties, which is part of how I became a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. And I majored in, uh, pastoral studies and Bible and with the goal of becoming uh, what are you going to tell a story how the beach was the devil? No. Uh, <laughs> but if anybody on. wants to ask that question, go ahead. Uh, anyway. Um, but, uh, with, with the idea of going into ministry, uh, wound up leaving there or while I was there, sorry, while I was in college, I wound up, uh, teaching remedial reading at uh, an elementary school there in St. Pete. Forget the name. Shoot. Oh. I should know the name. Uh, I, I probably know it. I can drive to it right now, but I can't remember the name of the school. Anyway, where's it at? Where's uh, it at? It's in St. Pete. I, I don't know. I just, I remember What's, like how to get there. Don't anyway, know, I don't, oh, you don't yeah, know the street anyway, names. It's been, it's been 20 years anyway. Um, but, uh, kind of got into it from there. And after college, um, wound up going overseas to live in Korea and wound up teaching English in Korea, uh, because of a roommate that I had in college who was part Korean. Uh, and we went over there actually like my whole dorm room wound up in Korea together at the same time living overseas, which was totally awesome and completely rad. And while I was there, um, wound up attending university over there, which actually had a partnership with an American college here and got a master's degree in education while it was over there. Unfortunately, when you, I came you, back, you, huh? you, you have a PhD. No, a master's. I have a master's degree. In oh, education. that is a PhD. Yeah. 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 I told you, like I yeah. went to a lot of college. Right. Times, okay. You <laughs> yeah. never read the handbook, but or the catalog, but he went, right. um, but anyway, when I came back, like I couldn't teach and I, I wasn't going to be in ministry. Like I, I had decided that was not the path for me or that I was supposed to be on. I'd actually gone to seminary a little bit too. Um, and had kind of bounced around a little bit, um, worked in some corporate stuff, worked in restaurant industry, worked in pizza, loved pizza, would absolutely open my own restaurant again in a heartbeat, especially a pizza restaurant. I love that business. It was so much fun. Can't do the hours. Um, but, uh, wound up, uh, meeting my wife and getting married and, uh, she and I opened a business together and then we wound up having kids and, uh, fortunately her income, <laughs> we, we opened a business together. Yeah. Kids ruined it. They did. <laughs> Got um, pregnant and ruined it. <laughs> and, uh, they, um, 
Uh, fortunately, my wife's income provides enough really for the whole family, more than enough. And she and I decided that we didn't want somebody else raising our kids. Um, it was actually more her decision than mine. I would have been more okay with it, but I'm with her. I I agree with her on that. Uh, so, uh, we made the decision for me to stay home with the kids and, uh, to eventually, uh, homeschool the kids. And that's, that's really how I got to where I am today. And as soon as, uh, as soon as these kids are old enough to just sort of kind of go on their own, I'll, I'll probably go back to to the workforce. I also, in the middle of all that, have a a huge background, 25 plus years of experience in sound engineering, a little bit of video work, a little bit of lighting, uh, live production, um, all of that kind of stuff, uh, big stadium, big theaters, uh, down to just little, little guys. And that's how I got into podcasting is because I have that background as well. So, um, that's, that's pretty much where, where we came from. Um, all right. Final question in this line. And just, just kind of, as it's sort of in this for me, Ren, uh, this, this questioner asked, I always wonder what you guys do for a living. We just sort of answer that, but he asked this, do you make, like, do you make money from the podcast or is this more of just a hobby? Um, I'll feel this one. (laughs) <laughs> but both is true. Uh, the money that we make is recent and is new and is still very much a hobby. Uh, it uh-huh. is not anywhere near uh, paying the bills or anything like that. We do this. No. We did this for Ren. How many years? Four years, five years before really making a cent before making a dime. Yeah. Um, we do have a Patreon page. If anybody out there is interested in joining <laughs> that, we have some very faithful supporters over there who contribute every single month back to paying the bills. Cause I say this all the time or not all the time. I say this all often though uh podcasting is free to listen to always has been always will be it is never free to produce it's just not uh all the gear all the equipment to make things happen cost money um and we would do it anyway but i'm i'm incredibly grateful for the people who partner with us and if you guys are interested in that patreon.com slash the pewtercast you guys go check that out um over there so with that rent i've got a i've got a bucks question unless you have something you want to chime in on making money or not with a hobby with the pod yes that is my answer there you go um <laughs> Um, do you, who do you think the team captains will be this year? Is Brady automatically one of them? Uh, yes, he is. Yeah. Uh, and I have JPP as a defensive captain. Mm-hmm. Um, would like to have it to be Levante David, but I just don't think he's sort of that type of guy. Uh, the vocal guy that a team captain seems to be. Uh, and then uh, I gave the special teams captain a Dare because he had it last year, which guarantees he's going to make the team. Uh, but really, it's his versatility. You know, it's like he can play the third down rollback, but he also play the hammer between the tackles. And you know, he, he can ca- he can do whatever you need him to do. Uh-huh. He just doesn't really do it at starting level in the NFL. Um, but take where you can step in. If, if Ronald Jones or Stewart or uh, Calais get hurt, mm-hmm. he can step in and do all their roles. Right. Plus play special teams. And he was special teams captain last year. So that's that's where I'm keeping it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've got Brady. And, and here's the, I want to caveat that. Yes, I think Brady is going to be um, a captain. I think it's automatic, but I also think it's earned. As to our conversation earlier about Brady going out there hosting these things, Brady is doing the things that a captain does. He He's getting the guys together. He's making things happen. He's going to be a guy who goes out there and lead. Brady is going to be a captain. Honestly, he would be a captain just by the virtue of the pedigree and the the gravitas that he has coming into the team. I think. Um, I also think it's going to be Evans and and uh, Ali, Mike Evans and, and Ali Marpetta. Think are back as as captains. I do think Levante will be a captain this year, Ren. Um, I could I go with. That, huh? But there's only three. They have they have six captains. Oh, wow. they they generally have three offense. They have two defense and then one special.
special teams is typically how they have it separated. Uh, but I've got JPP and I've got Levante. I could see them maybe subbing out JPP for Devin White, though, um, and and letting it be White and Levante. But we'll see. You don't think so? No. You don't think so? They might put Devin, might, they might put sub Devin White in for Levante. Levante. It's possible. I think Levante has a lot more leadership. I think he does a lot more of the, the vocal leadership than maybe you realize. He oh, yeah. How do you know that? Uh, well, just based on the fact that you said you don't think he's that vocal of a leader and things that I have visually seen Levante doing, he's usually the one in the huddle oh, I'm, talking I'm people and firing them up and stuff. Sure, I'm only taking my cue from every beat reporter that's in the media room, that's in the locker room. But you know. they say that Levante is not a vocal leader. Yeah. Mm, okay. All right. Cool. I bet um, you hundred. I bet you a hundred dollars. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, here's one. How do you feel about the overall depth of the defense? And did Gronk hinder that? Uh, I don't like it. I mean, you know, it's something I've talked about a lot. We yeah. are one injury away from Ryan Smith starting at quarterback cornerback somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, the safety position, obviously super deep. Uh, the middle linebacker position, we talked about Levante David and, and Devin White. Uh, I love the way Mentor played last year. Like he should have, he should have won some type of beauty for his performance when, when Devin White did go down. Uh, but, and then all along the defensive line, like, you know, like there's no Bo Allen. It's, it's, right. it's Nacho. Nacho is the next guy off the bench behind Golson, Sue and Vea. And then on the outside behind Nelson. JPP, yeah. it, it's Anthony Nelson who's played like a total of like three games. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's not good, but here's the kicker. Yes. We got okay. Gronk at oh. uh, Dunton. Uh, yeah, we got Gronk and it took 9.6, basically $10 million away that we could have got maybe a Matthews on the edge mm-hmm. or, or, you know, maybe uh, who's out there? I think Logan Ryan was out there a long time, was a cornerback a lot of people liked. Uh, or maybe like go get another slot corner for like eight, nine, ten million dollars. But we have seen this time after time after time after time that the Bucks go in different ways than we think. Right. And it's usually about players, not necessarily really about positions, but sometimes it is about positions. Mm-hmm. But just because Gronk's gone, that doesn't mean they took that money and put it at an offense. They might have went and got another running back. Mm-hmm. You know, they might have went and got uh, you know, another uh tackle. Yeah. Another backup tackle. You know, there's a lot of places they would have went. I mean, they might have found a linebacker they liked that would take Kevin Mitchell's place because he was younger. So it's not necessarily that, you know, knowing the Bucks, they would have got another safety, you know, complete their baseball team back there. So um, it's it's just be if Gronk wasn't here, doesn't mean that depth in the defense would have necessarily improved, especially the places where you think it needed improvement. Yeah, I I'm with you. I'm not thrilled with the depth on the uh, defensive uh, on the defense uh, specifically. Um, but did Gronk hinder that? I don't think so. And we've often talked about how Mike Greenberg and Jason Light have set up this team. They've set up the contracts. They can do whatever they want. You know, um, if they if they really want a player, they can figure out a way to make the money happen. Like with Shaq Barrett right now, the whole thing. And we haven't talked about this yet. Um, Shaq Barrett now says that he's 50 50 on whether or not he's going to sign his franchise tender. I think he's going to or his franchise tag. I think he's going to sign it. Um, I think they're going to continue to work on a on a new uh, deal as well. Um, if the Bucks really want to pull out the stops and make something happen for them, they can figure it out. They can move money around. They have some flexibility. They're going to have to make moves that they don't want to make in order to do that. And I don't necessarily mean cutting players. I mean, they're going to have to restructure 
current deals that's going to spread things out and they're not wanting to do that. So while the Gronk thing didn't help, I don't think it really hindered either. If there's something they really want, if there's somebody they really want to go after, uh, like really, 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 they can do it. So, you know, uh, it, it, it and I know like there's people, uh, you could have gone to this person or this person or this person or that person. Yeah, you could have, but that person may not have been a great fit for this team. Yeah, you but know? they might not even want them just because you know their name. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, um, so yeah. All right. Let's see here. Uh, Ooh, here's a thick question. Okay. This is a thick question. This is, this is going to fall into the ask me anything category. Yes. I'm ready. Um, this is the, wow. I'm surprised somebody actually asked this, but Hey, here we go. Uh, this is the question word for word. Were the circumstances surrounding the Justin Pulaski arrest so crazy that it killed any chance of a new unified group taking the stick carriers place? Obviously, smaller groups have formed, but there was so much hope with the stick carrier movement that the arrest seems to have diminished people's willingness to really unify under one banner. Yeah, not afraid. And uh, okay. <laughs> um, were the circumstances so crazy that people are afraid to unify under one banner? No, I don't think so. Look, whatever you think about Pulaski being charged with basically, what is it, soliciting a minor for sexual acts, I think we'll go with. That's pretty universal understood. Yeah. Uh, that's what he's accused of. Of, I mean, the guy was a great hype man. Like he could get a lot of people pulling in one direction, basically rowing the boat in the same direction very quickly. And that's what he was good at. But it's, but with the crime being so heinous, you know, in society's eyes, and I think that's correct, but I just don't want to lump everybody into one group um, that merely even speaking his name. And it's been two years. It's still like, Ooh, like, Ooh, uh, uh, you know? So I don't think that people want to sort of stay away. It's just, I'm sure there was, sort of i'm sure there was some sort of embarrassment about being a stick carrier and feeling like you got duped or fooled uh i went to the joe bucks fan draft party you know that wasn't too long after Pulowski got got arrested right and there was still talks about he might like do you think he's gonna show up do you think he show up like is he gonna go is he gonna show up because as right. soon as it happened like Derek brooks is supposed to be there he pulled out, pulled out like pulled out like the next day there was some there were talk of other people that are supposed to be there they pulled out Mm -hmm. but you know there of course there was a lot of those conversations happening at that draft party and even you know sort of his his closest friends the ones he would mention uh some were actually his friends some were just that he met through buccaneers fandom mm -hmm. like they were very vocal in talking about how and it wasn't like oh i'm really disappointed it was like f that guy yeah like he's dead to me it's over and it's just i i just don't think that there has been another fan group that's come out that has sort of that dynamic of a leader that 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 he he is mm -hmm. and uh but we used to talk about it all the time like we we knew like we didn't think it was gonna end like this but like he's gonna like it's this is not gonna end well like right. you know yeah, we, said he's, that. <laughs> we did he's on a rocket ship to the moon and, and we he's wishing it upon him either it was no it was more of just a prediction judging yeah. judging through history and those yeah. types of leaders that that use sort of like hate and and fear as sort of of their of their uh, of fueling the mob and the masses to get yeah. behind him and go he was on a rocket ship to the mule to the moon and burning fuel like really fast yeah. uh 
So I think that's why there hasn't been sort of that unifying thing because there hasn't been sort of this dynamic of a leader uh, that put, you know, all of it into it. And, you know, as soon as he had some things happen in his personal life where he was uh, he was going through a divorce, sort of like when he started gaining popularity, he was going after Peter Report all the time, going after Scott Reynolds. And right. you're like, oh, I hate those. I hate those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, he was going through a divorce. And it seemed as soon as that ended and he met someone else and his life stabilized, like his 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 tune changed almost yeah. instantly on his pod, became much more mellow, quit attacking people, dropped down to two days a week. But he, he still started to lose his fire. Like near the end, he was, you know, he was doing podcasts to and from work in his car. That's when he's recording them. So he's driving to work and am and um and, you know, and, you know, being such a dynamic speaker, he'd always have like this. You could get behind the reasons why he's not taking the time to do the podcast you know, at home with professional equipment, Mm -hmm. it's just him talking to his phone that's sitting on his, you know, sitting on his center console. So, but yeah, so I guess that's my answer is there's just somebody that hasn't, you know, that type of, of, of personality just hasn't sort of stepped up yet. And I'm sure they're out there, but you got to find someone who cares enough to do it and put that much time into it and put that much energy into it. Yeah. See, I would, I would say that, um, how do I want this? Uh, I would say that I, I think that the Bucks fandom is actually more unified now than we were even when Justin Pulaski was at his best, when he was not tearing other groups down, when he really, and, and I think it became about him. He really did want to try to bring people under this banner. But I think what I see now is we all already have a banner. We're Buccaneers fans. That's our banner, you know, like that's the banner we unite under. That's why I can go to the what the buck party over here and we can go to a loose cannons thing over there and we can go to a buckaholics thing here because we're all the same. We're all buccaneer fans. There, There's no need for a group, you know, now this group over here may want to band together because they're a certain uh, like thinking mind and that's fine, but there's no pot shots. There's no firing across lines anymore. There's no dividing right. line that doesn't exist in bucks fandom. And it's been like a breath of fresh air to be quite honest with you. And, and so I don't, <laughs> is it because James is gone? I don't think so because, because people, people didn't rally into groups of a, I'm for Jameis and I'm against Jameis. People had their own individual opinions, but we were all still Bucks fans, you know? And That's so, true. and, and like, and even like, and I'll, I'll tackle specifically the loose cannons guys and, and Hey, listen, shout out to Samer and stank and um, Christian Christ- and, and there's one more person with that group X. Yeah. Thanks. Um, you know, shout out to those guys. Those guys are, are probably the leftovers, not honest leftovers. That's the right word. Those guys were, were big members in the stick carriage movement and they, they washed all that off and they came out with something new with the loose cannons. You guys go, go subscribe to their channel over there, subscribe on their stuff. Um, and, and I love what they're doing. I love what Samer's doing the way he's uh, putting out his show. He's putting in a ton of work, takes him a ton of time and, and mad props and respect to him for what he's doing. But what he's not doing is, and what they are not doing is, is creating the we are the loose cannons you have to join us or you're against us that's not what they're about they're right. about just being bucks fans and so i think quite honestly we are we are all the banner that we all unite under is this right here the but the bucks the bucks flag this is or the vans yes for all skaters um, so yeah I, that's that's 
kind of, I guess, my piece on that. And, you know, the, the, I think we're in a better spot now as a fandom, collectively as a fandom than we were, um, even, even when Justin was at his best, because I think it's, it started in a weird spot and it was really hard to come back from that. You it know? was almost like a political movement, you know, it was like, yeah. like you have, you have to start out sort of being a thorn in the side of the, the norm, you know, what's, you know, this, you know, if you want to get into politics, you, this is the way to do it, A, B, and C, and you come in and start sticking and stabbing at, you know, the guy, head guy in charge, and then start pointing out negative things about him. And then people are like, yeah, I always thought that too. And then once you sort of got into the same conversation, when you would start naming like, Oh, like, where do you list? Like, where do you get your buck content? Da, da, da. And once you start saying, you know, uh, bucks uncensored, then you could start to pull back and really start mm-hmm. to spread out your platform. But it was, but it was, it was, it was a very much of a blitzkrieg. And I don't think it was thought out. I think it was just had, like I said, had to do with the way his, his life was going at the time and mm-hmm. it was going pretty bad. He was getting divorced. He might not get his kid. And so he was lashing out at everything that he didn't like because he couldn't do it. He couldn't do it in his life. So he lashed out on, on a podcast so all right uh, a couple more questions that i have over here ren one says what type of contract do you think the bucks are going to offer aaron Rodgers in 2022 and how long until russell wilson is our backup qb <laughs> well uh i'm not, i'm i'm benching Rodgers for wilson uh because russell wilson can do more with less than any quarterback i don't want to say ever but right now yeah um but if it, if it, if aaron Rodgers was the bucks quarterback in 2022 i would say it's around 37 million dollars yeah he's not coming down he's not doing a tom brady uh um i'll go with you on that i, I have i think there's no i have no banter for that um all right last question i have is that right oh no here are two more um hey ren do you like cheese somebody wants yes. to know if you like cheese i like cheese i like i like soft cheese hard cheese i like medium cheeses i'm not a huge fan of blue cheese yeah. uh uh, if I go to Subway, it's always provolone. If I put it on a sandwich at home, it's usually Munster. But if I had my choice, and they do almost every cheese this way, uh, on my charcuterie, charcuterie board, I would do a hard cheese, uh, a cave-age cheese, and a cave-age cheese that's uh, covered in ash and then aged in a cave. It makes all the cheeses better. Interesting. I prefer provolone, generally speaking, across the board. I like I like all the different kinds of cheeses, too. That's a weird question, but hey, they put it out here. Ask us anything. Hey, final call though we are wrapping this up if anybody has any other questions you want to drop in the chat you guys are joining us live feel free we're not, to even, do that. Clo- we're not even close to wrapping this oh, up oh no oh you got no. more stuff over there um okay well, here's the last one that i really have what would be the perfect buccaneers uniform is it one of our past ones a blend of different uniforms or do you like the design they have now this is a, this was a tough one i had to give this uh, a think uh thing. now i really think the old creamsicle uniforms the old you know are sharp i really do i think they're sharp the white helmet the orange face mask not a huge fan of of, of bucko bruce the winking pirate uh but i did like the uniform um now i also think that if you start a sports franchise a football team um not necessarily basketball i think it's a good idea in hockey baseball doesn't matter that especially football you should use the color silver for some reason silver on football uniforms makes them all look better uh so i guess but i think my favorite color combination is what the steelers use and what the iowa hawkeyes use which is you know the black you know the dark black and then they call it gold but really it's a yellow it's a mustard yellow it's it's a little tinge of gold but since we're the buccaneers you could do the black flag because of jolly roger the gold the yellow but call it gold and then put some silver in there and then the mascot and the helmet logo would be yukon cornelius from rudolph the red-nosed reindeer 
stop animation because <laughs> he sings that song silver and gold so he'd be silver gold and black and i think that'd be some sort of really cool color combination for a team called the buckets interesting i did not put anywhere near that much thought into this um my perfect did you game. did you do the nfl roster from tv shows question i did okay i did um i was gonna yeah i wasn't sure how we were gonna do that but anyway uh the 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 uniform one though is a uh i honestly i just stayed i liked the the super bowl era i was I watched the Super Bowl, uh, the the Buccaneers Super Bowl 2003 uh, with my kid the other night. He wanted to watch it. And I just, I remember looking at those uniforms just going, why did we ever go away from these were great. They were fine. There was no reason to change these whatsoever. Um, I like them better than I do the current uniforms now as close as the current uniforms are to those, those, those old ones. I still think I like the other ones a, a little bit better. I had no problem you're, with those. You're crazy. Just cause they wanted them. No, I like that. I liked that uniform a lot. I still do like that uniform a lot. You can't tell me my opinion <laughs> telling your opinions wrong what we do yeah okay anyway um yeah i guess the only other thing we then really have is is somebody asked a question about uh putting bucks players into a tv show or filling out their bucks roster with the tv show characters um mm -hmm. how do you want to do i think i read this wrong and what i did was i took bucks players and cast them in a TV show. Oh, you did that way wrong. I think I did it backwards. I think they were wanting to take television show characters and put them on a Bucks roster, which seems weird to me. Um, yeah. But anyway, so it looks like we're going both ways with it. So why don't you go first and see what you got? How do you? How do you? How wasn't, do you do that? wasn't there one that said, "What's your favorite like like universe?" Like Star Trek, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings. I couldn't find. I, I didn't. didn't I didn't have that. I had somebody who asked me what Star Trek character do I most identify with, but that was on my personal yeah. Twitter account. Right, um, right, right. So if if this show ran short, I would have dove into it. But uh, okay, you go ahead and do yours first okay. because m mine's more along the comical lines. Okay. Um. So I I I chose uh, Star Trek. So I I took Bucks players and cast okay. them in a tv show okay. but what i did i sort of cheated a little bit i took the star trek thing because i like star trek a lot and i'm watching it a lot because i have a podcast related to it so that's all i'm watching usually these days the cool thing about star trek is there's like seven series spread over the 50 some odd years that the show has been in so i went through all of star trek yeah. uh to do that and i'll quickly go through it for people out there who don't know anything about star trek this probably won't make a whole lot of sense to you um but ren i'm glad for you to question anything that i have here but but here's where I got, I've, and I took basically. Uh, the, I, want, I want to try to guess. You want to try to guess? Okay. I took, give me, I took give what me I'll call the presumptive starting lineups and yeah, yeah, plug yeah. them in. Uh, okay. So Brady. You give me, but you have to give me the series. Okay. I'll do that. That's fine. Brady from TOS. I cast him in the original series. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No abbreviations. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Brady TOS. Yeah. yeah I'm going with gotta be Kirk. It's gotta be Kirk. He's pretty and he just does everything and takes everything on himself and absolutely does that. All right. Rojo. I cast him in the next generation. God. <laughs> I do not. I don't have a guess. You don't have a guess. I put him in as Jordy LaForge. I did not want to go there in case I was wrong. Yeah, no, just, <laughs> he's just a, just a, just a guy who's working. He's, he's just a worker. Yes, because Rojo you know. is definitely known for his, like, uh, sorry, being a mechanic, engineering. Where are you going to fit a mechanic into a football team? Anyway, um, Mike Evans, I also put him into uh, the next generation. Ooh, uh, 
Riker or Worf? Riker. Yeah. Yeah. Cashman's right. Riker. Cause he, he kind of like, he's definitely a leader. He's kind of that number two guy though. Yeah, but he's you a know? little young, a little yeah, yeah, young, a little young. Yeah. Yeah. So, grooming so him, Riker. grooming him. But, it, but he's, but he's definitely his own guy, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which, which was very Riker. All right. Chris Godwin's from the original series. Oh, uh, you had to put him at Spock. No. What? No. How dare you? No. Uh, yeah, no, that's what I'm going with. You're wrong. No, I'm right. He, <laughs> I cast him as Bones, as the doctor. Bones? Yes, yes, because he's smart. He gets it done. No matter what needs to happen, he makes it happen, and that's exactly who Bones was. So it sounds exactly who Spock was, except he doesn't bitch about it all the time, which mm. Bones did. Mm-hmm. All right, Cam Brait. <laughs> Series. Uh, Deep Space Nine. Oh, Jesus. I don't know that one well enough. Mm. Uh... Odo? No. Not even close. No. Yeah. No. Dr. Bashir. Okay. They both have okay. the super smart thing going on, but they also kind of have the young, naive thing going on yeah. a little bit, you know, but they grew off. into something that wasn't so young and naive either. Yeah. Complete book smarts. Total, not, not kind of, you don't. Like, we you, saw those you, videos, Cam. We saw you, those videos, buddy. You feel like he would, like both those guys would lose like 500 bucks on the streets of New York City at Flim Flam, you know? <laughs> right. Oh, right. Zaha, yeah, I'll pick the ace out, you know? Like, sure. <laughs> two hours later right. it's like down three grand right. uh gronk from voyager sorry from voyager Ugh. uh i don't know i put him in as tom paris really okay. yeah now for those of you who don't know tom paris is a guy who starts off like he's in prison when the show starts off and they come get him out of prison and he's a bit of a goofball he's a bit of a guy who goes out and plays but he's really really good at what he does like the reason they got him out of prison is because he's the best there is and that to me is like gronk like he's a goofball he messes around and we went and got him out of retirement because he's the best there is out there so but when it's showtime he gets it done he gets it done all right donovan smith uh next generation oh somebody who thinks they're a lot better than they are let's see um i'll give you a next generation <laughs> and deep space Nine. Oh, that's O'Brien? Worf. Worf. Yeah. Worf? Yes. Because he's supposed to be like head of security, left tackle. Is that the, what you're doing? The, right. He's the enforcer. A little bit of what you said of like... <laughs> I'm not saying it. Anyway, uh, (laughs) he would would go up to Jameis Winston every game and go, I got you brother. And then would continue to like, like quit blocking like two and a half seconds into the play. Yeah. We'll we'll see how that works out with him this year. Last year was his best year. Yeah. Hey, don't forget Donovan's going into a contract year this year. Like not technically, but he is like, cause this is the last year of guaranteed money for Donovan, right? Yeah. Like they can either cut him next year or they need to extend him next year. So anyway, uh, let's move, let's move a little faster through this. Ali Marpet. From Deep Space Nine. You got to be somewhere? No, just don't want to take forever with it. Allie O'Brien. I'm going with O'Brien. See, O'Brien would have been a good one. O'Brien would have been good. I put him in as Jake Sisko. He comes in young. No, no, no. No, the son. The commander, the the captain's son. What? Yeah. What season? Huh? You got it. You're not talking about season one, season two. Well, am I talking about rookie Ali Marpet or I'm talking about sixth year veteran Ali Marpet? You're going to compare Ali Marpet as a rookie to Jake Sisko season one. I'm going to compare the growth that Ali Marpet has had from year one to year six to the growth that Jace, Jake Sisko experienced from season one to season seven. Yes, I will. I don't know. I don't think it's been that much. Okay. All right. To, 
Here we give a jump for me. Jensen, Ryan Jensen. Oh God. I'm uh, probably going to get it for this one though. <laughs> yeah. Voyager. Voyager is the series. Voyager. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking Quark. Or, no. Oh, uh, Voyager. Oh, the tattooed guy. The, no. no, no. Torres. No, I don't know. Neelix. No, I knew yes. red hair. <laughs> yes. But to be fair, you also identify as Neelix. He is my, he is the one that I identify most as was Neelix. It's true, very true. It's very true. All right. Uh, Kappa, Alex Kappa from oh, okay. Next Generation. Exactly. Which is why I put him in as Wesley Crusher. <laughs> And Tristan Wirfs uh, from the original series. Ooh, uh, see the new Ricky with all the potential. Spock's still out there. He can't be Spock. No. Nope. Uh, uh, Chekhov. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Come in in the second season. He's kind of bright eyed. He's kind of a pretty boy a little bit, but you know he's sitting up front there. All right, uh, flipping over to the defense. A lot of responsibility piloting a starship. A son. Of, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Shaq Barrett from Deep Space Nine. Oh, I don't know. That's probably the least one I know. Um, uh, I don't know. And you argue with me about Jake Cisco. Uh, Odo. I put him in as Odo because okay. Odo Odo can like turn into liquid and like slide around and get anywhere he wants. And that's Shaq oh, Barrett. All right. Man. Okay. You know? Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Vita Vea series. Uh, oh, original series. Sorry. For happy go lucky dude in the original series. Mm-hmm. Are you? Oh, uh, the triple guy, the trouble with triple guy, the, the guy who the, tra- the, the, the guy who's trading the triples, but Harry mud, that is not the guy trading triples. <laughs> No, it's not. No, I stayed with main cast. I did. I stayed with main cast. Uh, no, Vita Vea, I put him in a Scotty and I, I understand this was probably one of the more sh- bigger stretches, but, but the thing is, is Vita Vea goes kind of like Scotty, like whatever you need done, he gets done. Like Vita Vea goes out there and works and he puts the guy up and sticks him in somebody's uh, lap. And then he seems like he's going to go have a drink with you afterwards. Or he goes and plays offense when you need him to play offense or he'll come in and he'll just make stuff happen. And so that's why, and Scotty, like he would be in the engineering sometimes he'd be in command of the enterprise so um yeah but listen let me tell you what you try you try fitting in maui the demigod of sun and water or whatever into star trek and see where that finds you anyway uh sue and harry mud i did it Uh, (laughs) sue yes sue is also Uh, from the original series sue sue if you and you and you gave wharf up huh i'll go with spock yes i yes i gave him spock and i couldn't give spock to the other guy that's why um okay uh jpp from deep space nine kara no you're thinking kira but no don't get snotty <laughs> <laughs> no I, he's the captain uh captain cisco oh i forgot cisco is yeah. still up yeah just a yeah. just a badass yeah yeah, yeah. i like it yeah. yeah um levante david series uh next generation Ooh. uh did you give him Picard? Yeah, I did. I was going to say, see uh, our earlier conversation. We might disagree on this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I did. He just, uh, Levante just, he kind of has this old wisdom to him, I feel like. Um, Steady hand on the till. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Devin White. Series. Uh, next Generation, sorry. <laughs> God. Oh. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I gave him. Uh, Tasha Yar. No, though I thought about it. I thought about it. I also thought about Troy for him as well. Um, no. But this is where I wound up with. O'Brien. Although I guess O'Brien's also in Deep Space Nine, but I was thinking more of of uh, Next Generation O'Brien. So okay, I can see yeah, it. Yeah, I, I was there. All right, um, mm, I'm gonna skip these two. Uh, Jamel Dean. Skip. 
two. Yeah, because I'm going to come back to him in just a minute. Series. Uh, Deep Space Nine. No, no. Uh, Nog. I put him in as Nog. Who's Nog? Nog is the the nephew of Quark. A he's a Ferengi. Yeah, but he's oh, also he's a kid, right? Yeah, he's the kid. Uh, spoiler alert: He's also the first Ferengi to join Starfleet and goes on later to to be a captain and all those sorts of things. Started off as a little kid that nobody really wanted around, was seemed like a troublemaker, but actually became one of the most interesting people, one of the most useful people, and one of the people that like you just shouldn't have underestimated from the beginning. And that's who Jamel Dean is to me. All right, see my love for Jamel Dean. All right, I'm you can yes. combine these two guys and in, into into the same sort of character. I will tell you, this is not a named person. Carlton Davis and SMB. It is not a named person. It's not a named person. I, yeah, I don't even know yeah, what you mean by that. This is this is uh, from Enterprise. Oh God. And I put these guys in as the what what they called in Enterprise the Makos. It was basically like the Marines that came on board the ship to like just be the enforcers. Like we we probably got their names somewhere. I couldn't tell you what they are, but the inter- the okay. Just so people who don't know, the Enterprise is a reboot of basically the original series, but back from like the day they launched from spaceport right not a reboot but yeah Yeah, it's it's a prequel is what it is so basically they're the red shirts before they were red shirts yes except they actually came in and like were badass and could actually hit the broadside of a barn oh (laughs) they were really good yeah so nothing like red shirts or stormtroopers right right and they actually became the basis for the bad guy in um star trek beyond the movie and uh with that i actually i put whitfield down here but i didn't have anybody to go for him so all right yeah Janeway. Janeway, there you go. Sure, why not? Um, all right, your turn. You did it the other way. You took I did it the way it was asked. Television characters and cast them in the roster around around Buccaneer World. Right. And I would so, like you to guess. Yeah, I would like you to guess too. But okay, but this you is have to make tell sense. me the series then, right? No, no, no. It's going. No, this is going to be. Well, sure, but this okay. is going to be a lot easier than you think it is, or okay. maybe not. All right. Uh, because okay. that question about realms, like, what's your favorite sort of universe? Yeah. I was thinking, like, what is my favorite universe? I thought about, you know, like uh, the Zant series that Piers Anthony did in books, because that was kind of like uh-huh. the first one I I clashed, uh, I, I lopped onto. And then, you know, there's all sort of Wheel of Time. There's all sort of these series of, of sci-fi fantasy books uh-huh. that uh, really paint like a really great in-depth world. But I went, I settled on my very first one, which isn't exactly, I think it's a little bit cheating, is Hanna-Barbera. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So when I did my football team, uh-huh. I did cartoons. Okay. Are okay. they Hanna-Barbera cartoons or any cartoon? Most of them are, but okay. any cartoon. And I will give you the series just for sake of time. Okay. okay. You want right. to start with offense or defense first? Your choice, my friend. Start with offense. Well, we always start at quarterback. All right. QB. Okay. Tra- Transformers. Optimus Prime. Optimus Prime. Probably the greatest cartoon leader on the good side of all time in any cartoon ever made. And so good that in every iteration, he's always been voiced by the exact same person. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, sure. Running back. Series. Well, some of the series names are the person. <laughs> So, okay, okay. give me a hint. Uh, Great bait. I was saying this ship. Yep, that's it. He's my running back. Great bait. Try to stop stop that guy. Okay. Tight end. No, wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Are you taking like the buck player that is currently occupying that spot and trying to make an amalgam? Or are you saying these are the roles and here's who I would want to put in regardless of who's currently there with the Buccaneers? There is no currently Buccaneers. I'm building the roster from from cartoon characters. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. You're you're not saying Rojo is Great Babe. You're just saying you would put Great Babe. In uh, as a running back. Yes. Okay. Yes. Great. He's my running back of all the cartoon because characters to pick from. I'm sure Brady would be okay with being called Optimus Prime. Sure. But 
but Rojo might not appreciate Grape Apes. <laughs> Tight end from the series Voltron. I took Hunt. Vol- no, wait. Vol- Voltron. I took Voltron, Voltron himself. Okay. Yeah. The yeah. whole of Voltron. Vol- yeah. He doesn't move too well, but he only has to get down like seven, eight yards and turn around. And if you can't hit Voltron with a pass, like, you know, he's not going to get bodied. He's not going to get out muscle at the line of scrimmage. You know, and he's really good at blocking, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, who else do you got? All right. Wide receivers. And I also went with a three wide receiver set here. Okay. Uh, wide receivers would be the Fantastic Four universe. Okay. Are they all part of the Fantastic Four? So I'm going to no, go fan- with. Huh? Yeah, it, it's a Fantastic Four universe. It is not one of the Fantastic Four. Not None of them are one of the actual Fantastic Four. Of this wide receiver spot. Um, Dr. Doom? Silver Surfer. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. My other wide receiver. Silver Surfer is bigger than Fantastic Four, but I guess he's really not. Well, that's the only really I know him from. Yeah. Like I, I didn't know Fair anything enough. about so really. I can only kind of heard about Silver Surfer because yeah. they made that movie and I was like, oh, look, there's Silver Surfer. Yeah. Uh, it was a very underrated wi- movie. Go ahead. So, <laughs> wide receiver, still Fantastic Four, but it is one of the Human Fantastic. Torch. No. Oh, uh, uh, stretchy lady. Uh, uh, or dude. Uh, Reed. Nope. Nope. Invisible Woman. The there thing. You go. Oh, Invisible woman yeah plus she also does force fields a lot but you can't find her i mean it's like, so like what your like, wide receiver is not be able to find her well you know where she's gonna go like the quarterback i optus prime know where she's gonna be he just has to throw that spot and she just sort of appears like she can run around and appear right. in a soft zone and come back to be visible again because that worked out for well for james for the last five years <laughs> Oh, he had Susan Storm on his on his wide receiver. Well, no, no, but I mean, honestly, though, how many times? And I'm not asking you for a real number. This is more rhetorical, though. How many times did Jameis throw an interception and they would come out at the end and go, "Yeah, that guy didn't run the right route." Like Jameis threw it to where it was supposed to be. That guy over there just didn't run the right route. No, she runs the right route, but she's invisible. Right. Optimus knows where she's going to go. She's know where she's going to go. Mm-hmm. She's going to go to that right before she gets that spot. She's visible again. Defensive back is, oh look, she's way over there. I should go. Like she's open. I'll bet you also Optimus Prime can see her even when she is invisible. Just saying. I, did, I didn't want to get unrealistic with this <laughs> list, Brad. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. My slot. Okay. Chitara, Thundercat. Fair enough. Can't cover her. Yeah. Uh, my left tackle and left guard are the oh. Wonder Twins, Zan and Jaina. Zan's my left tackle. He can, from uh, Super Friends, okay. they're the alien twins that, you ever watch that at all? No. Oh, oh, okay. Well, Super Friends, kind of like what the Flintstones did with the Great Gazoo, they brought in these two alien twins that were sort of right. the comic relief when the Super Friends were out battling things. Uh-huh. There would be a lot of side stories of these two with their pet monkey getting the shenanigans back at the Hall of Justice. Sure. <laughs> Well, Zan could change into any kind of form of water. Okay. So okay. he could be like a tidal wave, a bucket of water, but he could be like an ice wall. So at left tackle, he'd be ice wall. Jaina could turn into any animal. So as a left guard, she could turn into a gorilla. She could turn into a tiger. She could do whatever she needs to do, depending on if she's pulling or like going back on a pass set. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, my center, I got Shazam, which is not Shazam. This is an old genie, Hanna-Barbera, 19, late okay. 60s, because he can hike the ball without moving. Like, he can just genie the ball back in Optimus's hands. Okay. And it gives you another, like, like almost another full second of time to throw the ball. Right guard, like Alex Kappa, like, who really cares? Uh-huh. So, I, so I slapped in Jabberjaw. <laughs> Right. See. <laughs> and then uh, at right tackle, 
uh, I put in Gr- Gorilla Grodd, who is from the Flash series, who is a giant, like he's basically King Kong, not quite as big, except he has the capacity of of, uh, of human intellect. Okay. So Gorilla Grodd is my is my right tackle. All right. I forgot. I forgot. To, I'm supposed. You're supposed to be guessing. All I, right. I would not. I would not know it. Jabberjaw is the only one I would get, and I promise <laughs> you, I wouldn't guess him. So. From Jabberjaw. <laughs> yeah. There you go. All right. Edge. The show is Speed Buggy. I took Speed Buggy. Okay, there you go. Yeah, Dune Buggy with last speed coming off the edge. My other edge, uh, I'll say it's from Super Friends. Edge Rusher, looking for speed off the edge. The Flash. There you go. There you go. Uh, defensive Tackle comes from X-Men, Unstoppable Force. Beast. No, uh, Unstoppable. Who's Juggernaut. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His close cousin at the other defensive tackle. I did a 3-4, by the way. Professor it, X. No, half-brother. <laughs> No, this is just a brother in spirit uh, from the He-Man universe. Is almost exactly like uh, uh, Ram Ram Man or Ramhead or, or whatever his name is. Yeah, Ram, Ram Man. Ram, Ram Man. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's Ram the guy Man. with the flat head. Basically, he's Juggernaut and He Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's Juggernaut. Yeah. So those guys are my. Po- was he a good guy or bad guy in He Man? I always bad forget. Guy. Bad guy. Yeah, they're all bad guys. There was He Man and then a bunch of people that didn't have any powers, and then all the rest were bad guys. Did you see the new He Man that they made back? Uh, new. They made it in like 2001. I did not. So good. It was so good. Was it? Yeah. Really? So good. it only lasts like two seasons uh, because it didn't have the fan base behind it, but it was so good. I'll well, check it out. Well, you can get like the whole season series on Amazon for like 20 bucks. So worth it. Brent, how many times do I have to tell you I don't pay for stuff? <laughs> All right, uh, my nose tackle. I'm looking for the immovable force, and I picked this one early, okay? Uh-huh. It's early cartoons voiced by Bill Cosby. Oh, uh, Fat Albert. Yeah. I got, I got, <laughs> got Fat Albert playing nose guard. There's All no right. way that show would play today. No oh, way God. that show God, would play today. No. Oh, no my way. God. <laughs> Despite Bill Cosby's own personal things, there's no way that show would play today. Never. Go ahead. All right, uh, since I'm playing a 3-4, but I'm also playing, uh sorry uh five dbs i only got one linebacker uh an avenger as a linebacker captain america yep because he's he's he's, he's the all around <laughs> ultimate leader yeah you know he's his, the all around you know, guy what, 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 how do you always describe the linebackers they're the uh, at, they're a person who's really athletic but they're not particularly good at any one thing yeah they're too that's they're too captain sh- america super yeah. athletic not really good at any one thing yeah. yeah he can do everything really really good but you can find someone who can do it better pretty easily right but, but they can't do everything thing. else is good right yeah 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 he, he's a master strategist so he's he's in the middle making the calls for me uh my slot mm-hmm. uh powerpuff girls never watched them okay the i did buttercup one. okay i i did buttercup the green one okay uh because she's the angry one all right all right she you know sure. uh cornerback i feel like i'm saying to some of these the way most people were probably saying to star trek people like all right whatever yeah whatever yeah. <laughs> i've heard of that person i guess i don't know anything about him all right cornerback uh fantastic four a fantastic four person For corner cornerback yeah um human human torch okay then mr reed yes mr fantastic yeah. stretchy guy yeah stretchy yeah guy. right yes yeah, very important for a corner yeah to be stretchy Fair yeah enough. my other corner also the guy who can fly doesn't hurt either yeah, everybody can fly <laughs> uh 
My other corner is Plastic Man, who is the exact same person that Mr. Fantastic is, except he's just named a different guy. He, you know, so I Where got two Plastic Man. Plastic Man. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh so basically I got corners that never have to move their feet. All right. So you got Gumby at the corner. No, I got plastic <laughs> and, uh, stretch armstrong. There you go. And Buttercup with her speed over the middle. Uh at my safety, I'm playing the uh Joker position. I'm gonna bring my safety down a lot. Uh and uh this was a TV show that had a van with a cave on top of the van. Caveman, uh, 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 um, the cave guy. Captain Caveman. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, Captain Caveman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so he yells Captain Caveman, yeah. and he basically turns into Juggernaut. So he also flies. So he can fly around with his with his club and uh, come and uh, fill the holes. All right. Uh, and, and then my, my last one, for my safety, the rangy guy, I got spider all right, there you go. Uh, Ren, I don't have any more questions. Do you? I don't think so. All right. Um, final question from the chat room coming in here. And we've gone over this before on the show, but it bears worth repeating. Ren, what made you a Bucks fan? I uh, had to be. Under threat <sighs> of pain and death. <laughs> No, um, by, uh, like, I didn't really know, like, I knew what football was, but I wasn't really sure about the National Football League. I didn't kind of know what all that stuff was. And uh, we lived in Orlando. My dad bought season tickets year one, and we started going. Like, I understand the rules of the game because uh, I played it when I was, you know, I was young and I was playing it. Uh, but I didn't really, you know, I didn't know all the teams really kind of outside our division back then. It was like, uh, actually it was before then. I don't, I don't remember, but like, uh-huh. so sort of through my formative years, you know, it was the Packers, it was the Vikings and the lions. And, and before that we were, I think we were in with Seattle and, and some other crazy stuff or no, we weren't, I don't know. We, we had a weird division a long time ago. Uh, but yeah, that's how I became a Bucks fan. Cause my dad bought season tickets and he took me to every home game every Sunday for the first 10 years of Buccaneers. And we were terrible and I knew it. And, uh, but you know, with the optimism of a child, you don't understand. You're just like, ah, we'll be good someday. Have to be because they're trying really hard. And I have so much faith in these guys and they're my guys and they're not going to let me down event, you know, forever. And, uh, 20 years later they did it. Right. <laughs> now it's um, 40 years later. I, uh, my, my basic thing, I grew up in Lexington, Kentucky, where the closest NFL team we had was the Cincinnati Bagels, about an hour and a half or so away. Uh, but very much not our hometown team. Like nobody in Lexington claims the Bengals as, you know, the, as a hometown team. They just, they're not even really in the same state. They're in Ohio. Um, so I grew up in a land without really a hometown team. Uh, I mentioned earlier that I moved to Clearwater, uh, 1998 when I went to college and wound up actually living there full time, like even during the summers and stuff. And uh, that was back then when everything was rocking and rolling for the Buccaneers and just sort of caught the bug, fell in love with the team. They won a Super Bowl a few years later and just couldn't ever give it up. And here I am 20 some odd years later now. So that's how I became a fan and have been since then. And now we do this. So Ren, with that, man, I think that's gonna, gonna get us, buddy. That is our AMA edition. Ask me anything. I uh, hope you guys find you know a little bit more about Brent and Ren and uh, your favorite podcasters here. We've got um, hopefully a big season coming up. Um, big plans for everything we got going on here at the at the Pewter Cast. Um, I mentioned earlier, our week always starts off right after the game with um, our instant reactions to the game, and we'll open up the phone lines. You guys call in. We'll talk about the game. Uh, midweek, we usually do some sort of uh, interview show with somebody who is in the building. We'll see how that works out this year, given <laughs> things that are happening. You never know what may change. Someone um, who used to be allowed in the building. Right. <laughs> hey, so what's going on in the bill? Oh, wait a minute. Um, but uh, and then And then we usually do like, 
a supplemental show where we read some emails and different things like that. And then the end of the week actually turns into one of my favorite shows. Uh, one of the harder to produce, I think, but it's one of my more favorite shows is we wrap up all the stuff that happened over the course of the week as we head into the weekend, uh, looking towards the game. So lots of stuff coming during the season. Um, most of it's going to be found right here at YouTube. You can also find it on Apple podcast. You find it on Stitcher, Podbean, podcast addict, Google play, uh, overcast, Jabbercast, basically wherever podcasts are found, you guys can do that as well too. Uh, with that Ren, man, I'll give you a chance for any kind of final thoughts over anything we've talked about today, or as we head into the season, we don't even know what training camp's going to look like for us this year. Um, right. So we'll figure that out <laughs> and, uh, get back to everybody. Yeah. Um, no, nothing, you know, I, I feel like, uh, we lost a little steam there, even though it was my favorite question Yeah. at the end. I feel like we lost a little stream, a little steam there. Um, but yeah, you know, thanks for doing this. I, I know it's, it's, uh, you know, you t- at least you took the time out of, out of, of maybe your non-busy life because you're not allowed to go outside, uh, <laughs> just shoot us a question and, and talk about this. And basically what we did was we're like, like, do you want to talk about, you know, Shaq Barrett, you know, for, you know, 30 seconds, you know, no, like, you know, it was just, it's just, there's really nothing to talk about. So we yeah. put the whole onus on you and here we are an hour <laughs> and yeah, we're like, you know, we're like the newspaper, you know, right. it's like, Hey, if you see anything going on or have a story, call us, you know, like, right. Hey, you know, we're going to depend on you to do our content for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is the first one we've ever done. I, I thought it was pretty fun. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's it. Just, just a fun one. And uh, I will be cutting this up and doing, uh, putting it up on YouTube and, and shorts, chunks. uh, yeah. and chunks, you know, the, the, the ones that I find that, you know, should be, should be selected. Maybe not all of them. All right. Well, Ren, uh, with that, why don't you tell the folks where they get in touch with you out there on the internet. Best place to find me is on Twitter, uh, at Ren Dax right there at the bottom of the screen. If you're watching it, uh, R E N underscore D A X T. I'm always down to talk Buccaneers football, but if you don't want to put your idea out on blast, you can DM me on Twitter as well. And we'll talk Buccaneers football there as well. Dude. Dude. <laughs> I'm doing it just to piss you off now. Hey, if you guys want to get in touch with me, you can find me at Brent Allen live across all the social medias. And the show is available on Facebook, Twitter, and now Instagram over at the pewter cast. You guys can find us there by that moniker pretty much across everything out there. You want to shoot us an email. You can do that to the pewter cast at gmail.com. You guys do that. We'll get to them on a future episode. Thanks for everybody who showed up to talk to us tonight in the chat room. Everybody who joined us live at youtube.com. You guys, please make sure you hit that subscribe button. Smash that bell icon so you can be notified when we go live again in the future and until next time guys go bucks